0: monday night it's may 22nd 2023 it's memorial day week weekend's coming up it's gonna be a great weekend three-day weekend for i think pretty much everybody around any 500 going on this weekend beautiful weather in the midwest going on this weekend this weekend meats are gonna be grilling meats are gonna be smoking (laughs) how we doing j man
1: doing pretty pretty good pretty Day, pretty good you know those <clears throat> the sunday night of a three-day weekend there's something about it that i absolutely love and i'm very much looking forward to this sunday
0: yep it's gonna be a good week it's gonna be a good weekend thanks Thanks to everybody tuning in so far to episode 2, or no, 2, see I'm already giving us 100 episodes back, episode 340 of the J Man Show, streaming live on the ISC Sports Network as well as the ISC Sports Network YouTube channel, the ISC Sports Network Twitter channel, and the J Man Show Facebook page, and the audio is always available wherever you listen to your podcasts at. Give us that 5-star rating and review, we really appreciate it. All right. With all that said, J-Man, Yugi for me. You had a big birdie last week. You got three of the four pitchers right, giving yourself a two-stroke lead. It's only a Could one be stroke three lead. after today.
1: This is it it's a only one one-stroke lead. Yeah, I misspoke yeah. last week then. Really? Unless I didn't update it. No At the,
0: at the very end of the episode last week, I said you were you're gonna get up two strokes or or miss to go tie, and you got it right.
1: I Maybe I screwed up. I don't, I don't well, know. We'll, well,
0: for for this show's sake, we'll say two strokes, and then we'll we'll clarify it next next week.
1: All right, birdie bogey here. Former Houston Rocket legend Carmelo uh, Anthony retired today. Announced his retirement today. <laughs> Houston Rocket <laughs> legend. <laughs> he played ten games for the Rockets. I did. I was going to
0: say I couldn't have told you 2018, 2018.
1: 2019 Announced his retirement today. He is second all time in um usa olympic history uh point scored he is wow he ranks second in u.s men's olympic history in scoring 336 points can you name me the fellow that is the leader that is a uh, really most, uh,
0: really good question because we're going from 92 the dream team all the way up to the most recent so that's a oh that's a yeah. good
1: question Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Arlington Public House. Arlington Public House is upscale cuisine and cocktails with casual atmosphere located 703 Main Street in Rochester, Indiana. Over the weekend, they had steak and chicken kebabs, four skewers layered with smoked chicken steak, poblanos, onion, pineapple, and zucchini, finished with a special barbecue sauce blend and paired with delicious baked beans. Sounds pretty good pretty pretty good they also had a barbecue bacon mushroom swiss burger over the weekend as well so uh yeah they have some good grub good grub
0: yes they do absolutely well darn i was hoping for a golf question for the birdie or yep. bogey this week i really was date it sorry to disappoint uh, that's all right nba playoffs are still going and heck they might be over or not the playoffs with the Western Western Eastern conference finals might be over here by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then the NBA would have a nine day break before the finals, which yeah. would not
1: be good for the NBA. Um it, it would not. This is the only the second time ever that both um, conferences, there is a three game, nothing lead in the same um, same playoffs that last happened in 2015. Uh, but yeah, it's uh haven't watched in. haven't watched a second of either i i, I know you you've tu- tuned into the uh to the nuggets cuz you are a diehard denver <laughs> nuggets fan um you might you, you might as well just jump ship you you might as well you're you're definitely not a pacer's fan anymore um so i would say just jump ship completely and become denver everything cuz you're pretty much denver everything already no um so Uh, I I know you've tuned in a little bit. Uh, yeah,
0: I've watched a good majority of all three games so far. Not much of the Eastern conference, but
1: I know obviously the NBA is going to want these games to go at least six. So there's less, less of a, uh, less of a downtime in between, but, uh, All I've heard about on Twitter and whatever is what do the Lakers need to do? Lakers, Lakers, Lakers haven't heard a word about the Nuggets, and they're up three games and nothing.
0: And they're using it to their their advantage as motivation because nobody wants to give them credit for anything. Everybody's writing them off, you know, not giving them a chance. They just keep winning. Um, Even the games the Lakers probably should have won, Nuggets find a way to pull it out. Um, They're the deeper team. The Nuggets are the deeper team. I mean, um, even when the Joker has an off night, other guys are stepping up you know murray went scorched earth in game two in the fourth quarter having 23 points compared to the lakers 24 points as a team in the fourth quarter uh but like last game you have bruce brown and michael porter jr filling up the stat sheet um you know you have uh gordon contributing especially on the glass you have um caldwell pope Hitting his open threes. I mean, just guys stepping up, um, and the Lakers not so much. I mean, they do – Anthony Davis been playing well. LeBron's LeBron. Um, Reeves has been playing well, um, and so has number 28. I can never pronounce his name off the top of my Murray head. Hachimari. Thank you. Um, but besides that, they're not getting much from anybody else. D'Angelo Russell hasn't done much. Um, I just I, – I think the Nuggets are a better team, and they're, and they're, and, and, and they're, yeah. they're showing it.
1: And I mean, it proved throughout the season too, as the Nuggets got the one seed, and the Lakers yeah. are sitting there. At, were they a seven
0: seed? Seven.
1: They were pretty banged <clears throat> up, though. They they were, and they made some moves and got hot in February and March um, to help them even get into the playoffs. But uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of funny. Like somebody was making fun of Bleacher Report because during the game, ev- every tweet was LeBron, Anthony Davis, Reeves, um, D'Angelo Russell, yeah. whatever, whatever. And then then at the end, they're like. Eh, the- Nuggets pretty good <laughs> and didn't say a word about the Nuggets the whole time. Uh, it was all about the Lakers. And I, I feel like when assuming it's going to be unless both te- or one of the teams has an epic collapse, because no teams ever come back from three games uh, down uh, to win a playoff series, um, it's going to be a heat. Nugget final yep. and we're only gonna hear about the Celtics and Lakers. What do they need to do this you're whole hundred, season? You're
0: hundred percent correct. The ratings probably won't wouldn't be good, but for like a, a very casual NBA fan like myself, I'll enjoy it more. Um especially, I mean, a team in Denver, that'd be the first time they've ever made the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. You, you don't see that too often anymore in professional sports. Most teams around the three leagues, four leagues even including NHL, have at least made the championship once. In their franchise history, I mean, yep. baseball, what? There's probably a handful of teams now five, six that have
1: never gotten
0: there, never, never even gotten there, it, or is it even that many?
1: I'll have to think about it while you continue talking.
0: Um, NFL, there's not many at all no. that haven't got there. I mean, I mean, there's a there's, probably five, six, maybe. Um, some of them made world championships back in the day, but since the Super Bowl era, they haven't made it. But uh so yeah, that that's a good a good story there. And yeah, I think the Nuggets play a fun style basketball. Um I, I actually think they'll close it out tonight. I didn't think they'd get game three going in. Um but since they did, I don't know. I just think the Lakers are probably pretty down in the dumps and even if they manage to win this then they gotta go back to Denver for game five. So I think Denver closes out with a sweep tonight, kinda makes a statement.
1: I think the Nationals and Mariners are the only team in baseball that have never made it. Wow, okay. it's not as many as I thought. I think. I could, could be forgetting a team. But uh, this will be the J-Man's book and prediction of the week. I think the Lakers win at least two of them. Uh, make it a little bit interesting. I think the <laughs> I think NBA is going to do everything in their power to make it happen, too. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's not going to dispel any of the conspiracy theories out there that are already out there that the NBA is rigged and all of that um so i'm i'm honestly hoping for two sweeps so i don't have to hear about the nba for nine days um, <laughs> uh and, and an interesting thing about the celtics heat series is kind of the same thing with uh the nuggets you have other guys stepping up i mean you have gabe vincent and duncan robinson coming out of nowhere again uh max streuss contributing where the celtics it's <clears throat> pretty much been like three guys like um I mean, and even Grant Williams kind of poked the bear a little bit, as they said, uh, with Jimmy Butler. But an interesting thing about uh, the Heat Celtics is the Celtics head coach, Joe Mazzulla, who played at West Virginia, his college career was ended by Jimmy Butler's Marquette team in the uh, NCAA tournament in 2011. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. And Jimmy Butler is going to end his first uh, NBA season as a head coach. Um, and they're already talking about firing him. At least that's the... Rumors because, um, at, at least Twitter's been all over him because he hasn't made any adjustments. None of that is in game stuff is terrible. Um, so, uh, it's, I mean, we, we've always known it's rough out there in Boston, but it seems like it's getting even worse.
0: Well, it's interesting right now. NBA coaches, they're not getting the patience that you know that a lot. Of, I yeah. mean, I mean, look at Nick Nurse and then the Milwaukee Bucks coach. They just brought their team's titles within the last five years. Nope, mm-hmm. gone. Monte Williams, gone. Even though their window might be shutting there in, in Phoenix. But its it's been kind of eye-opening so far yeah. the last couple of weeks with the NBA coaching carousel.
1: Um, yeah. Um, J-Man's Book of British League brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and Travis watching for Life Home Auto Business Renters, workers' comp, and farm insurance contact traps at 219-869-4561. This email is traps.watching at I was
0: trying to find something. Uh, struggling to find it now. There was a guy who covers Denver sports, and he was saying he thought if the Nuggets could win tonight, it would be a top five Denver sports moment of all time. Really? Um, he, I'm gonna do this off the top of my head because I can't remember. He put Super Bowl 32 as number one, so that was the Broncos' first Super Bowl victory. He put uh, Joe Sackett giving Ray Bourque the um, Stanley Cup after the Avalanche won it in 2001 as number two. Um, I believe he put what did he put? He put Rocktober in there. I th- it might have been number three. Um, then number four. I think was the 1977 AFC championship. I can't think what number 5 was. Yeah. It was probably something Nuggets related, but I I can't think cuz they never like I said they never made the NBA finals. No. I was trying to find it here on Twitter and now I'm not not of course when I want to find it I'm not finding it. Um yeah. But it's interesting. It's kind of funny sports center today you were talking about the Nuggets, or not the Nuggets, excuse me, Carmelo, retiring today. And they said, which fifth, number 15 goes in the rafters, Joker or Carmelo Anthony? And Nugget fans were ticked at that. Really? Uh, say, saying that Joker's the greatest player in franchise history. Mm. And one guy says, is this a parody account? <laughs> the Sports wow. Center. So, I mean, Carmelo was a great Nugget, don't get me wrong, but he played so many years for other teams as well. Um, you know, Nuggets. Yeah. <clears throat> Rockets, Bulls, Lakers. I'm probably forgetting one or two in there.
1: Carmelo was a bull, wasn't he? For a little bit. I thought I thought so too because I was going to say Bulls legend because I saw a bunch of people on Twitter like former Bulls legend, but uh,
0: he was a Blazer. I forgot about never,
1: that. Never played for the Bulls. No, he didn't. No, I th- maybe
0: it was just really rumored. Dave's going to go. There out. were
1: always rumors. Thunder. Forgot about dead. the Thunder could not even told you he played for the Thunder.
0: It was Nuggets 03 to 2011. Knicks 2011 to 2017. So he was only a Nugget one year longer than he was a Knick. Uh Thunder 17 18. Rockets 18 19. Uh, Blazers 19 to 21. And then Laker 21 22.
1: Yeah. He was pretty good with the Lakers last year, too. I wonder why they didn't want him back. 13 points a game as a 37 year old. is pretty good. Pretty efficient, too.
0: Yeah, he played longer than Dwayne
1: Wade did. Yeah.
0: So Yeah, there's
1: only uh there's only one guy left in that 03 class, isn't there?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he's probably got at least four years left in him, probably. Yeah. He'll
1: he he is starting will, to show his age a little
0: bit, but still at his age of thirty eight, he's still Yeah. Unhuman.
1: Um will he play longer than uh he'll he'll hit more seasons, but as far as age goes, as uh, Tom Brady, who hit how old is no. he? Forty five? 46? Yeah,
0: I don't think he gets the Brady's level. That's seven more years.
1: Yeah, Le- yeah LeBron's only thirty eight. He'll
0: play till uh, he'll, yeah, Bron- he'll play. Level. He wants to play when Bronny. Assuming LeBronny James is good enough to get to the league, he wants to play with him there.
1: If, um, yeah, he'll get he'll get to the league. I, it won't matter if Bronny's good enough. LeBron's gonna make it happen.
0: Somebody take him a second round if needed, just for the publicity. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, well, yeah. The the Lakers will do everything in their power to yeah. Yep. Or whatever team LeBron's on, because who knows he might end up back in Cleveland at that point. Well, I'm going to quiz you, J-Man. Okay. I want to see how many NBA arena
0: names you can name. Maybe two. But I'll, <laughs> I'll give you – this could be hard. I'll give you – would you rather me give you the arena name, you give me the team? Or me give you the team, you
1: give me the arena name? If you give me arena name, I'd have a better shot. Like, if, if you gave me the team name, I would get United Center – uh, Banker's Life, if it's even called that anymore. Not
0: called that anymore.
1: Well, yeah, I wouldn't have got that one. <laughs> um, Bainbridge, not Bainbridge. Uh, is it something bridge? Yeah. Game yeah, Bridge. I'll give you that one. Um, Oracle is, I couldn't even tell you, is, is that Golden State?
0: Well, well, let's get right into it. So I'll give you the arenas, you give me the teams right. then. And I'll go alphabetical order with the arenas. So American Airlines
1: Center. Washington Wizards.
0: No. Dallas Mavericks.
1: I should have known Dallas. That's stupid.
0: (laughs) Amway Center.
1: You could give me 29 other guesses. Wouldn't have it. You're going to kick
0: yourself, I think, when you hear it.
1: Okay. Orlando Magic. No, I would have had no idea. AT&T Center. AT&T Center. Um, Atlanta. San Antonio
0: Spurs. Yeah. So many of these have changed within the last like five years. It feels yeah. like. Ball Arena. What was it? Ball Arena. No clue. Denver Nuggets. Used to be Pepsi Center. Just changed like three years ago.
1: If you would have said Pepsi Center, I probably would have gotten yeah. it. Barclays Center. You should get this one. That is New Jersey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> they haven't played in New Jersey you, in about a decade. You were so
0: excited. You were jumping right at it. The Capital One Arena.
1: Capital One Arena. That seems like the Washington Wizards.
0: That is the Washington
1: Wizards. Oh, man, man. Chase Center. Um, is that the Phoenix Suns? That's Golden State Warriors.
0: It's not Oracle anymore.
1: That's stupid.
0: <laughs> crypto.com Arena.
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, that seems like it should have been a San Francisco thing. Golden State. Uh, crypto.com Arena. Is that... Uh, portland that's both la teams it's not Staples center anymore that is so stupid (laughs) i didn't know that till
0: the the weekend till the game three i watch i'm like oh my gosh when did staples center become crypto.com arena (laughs) fedex forum
1: fedex forum is that philadelphia
0: oh Jay, man it's memphis where where fedex
1: is located (laughs) How am I supposed to know where FedEx is located? <laughs> Come
0: on, J-Man.
1: FedEx, that's stupid. Here's a good
0: one for you. Footprint Center. Uh, Detroit. <laughs> Phoenix. Uh, Footprint. Gainbridge Fieldhouse.
1: That is the Indiana Pacers. That is the
0: Indiana Pacers.
1: Put it in the W column.
0: Golden One Center.
1: Golden One?
0: Yeah, Golden One.
1: Minnesota?
0: Sacramento. Uh, Oh, boy. Kaseya Center? K-A-S-E-Y-A? Toronto. Miami.
1: What did they used to be?
0: That used to be one of the airlines. That used to be... Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, Little Caesars Arena.
1: That is Detroit.
0: That is Detroit. That is their only arena now.
1: Knew that one. The
0: Pistons and the Red Wings play there. It
1: should be the Palace at Auburn Hills still.
0: Joe Lewis, Lewis Arena used to be the Red Wings' home. Mass Square Garden. That is the
1: New York Knickerbocker. That
0: is the New York Knickerbockers. Moda Center.
1: Moda Center. Um, That's the Houston Rockets.
0: That is the Portland Trailblazers.
1: Oh, man. I was so confident, too.
0: Paycom Center.
1: Paycom Center? Yes. Um, New Orleans. Oklahoma City Thunder. Rocket
0: Mortgage Fieldhouse.
1: It seems like it would be the Rockets.
0: Cleveland Cavaliers. Dan Gilbert owns Rocket yep. Mortgage and, and the Cavaliers. Uh, S- Scotia Bank Arena.
1: I'm going to throw out the Rockets again.
0: Toronto Raptors.
1: Scotia, Nova Scotia. Yep. <laughs> Smoothie Keene <King> Center. <sighs> Rockets. New Orleans Pelicans. I'm going to throw out the Rockets till I get it right. Spectrum Center.
0: Rockets. Charlotte Hornets. State Farm Arena.
1: Oh, State Farm Arena. That's the Rockets for sure. That's the Atlanta
0: Hawks. (laughs) Target Center. This one has not changed That is Minnesota. That is Minnesota Timberwolves. TD Garden.
1: TD Garden, that is Boston Celtics.
0: That's the Boston Celtics. Toyota Center.
1: Toyota Center is the Houston Rockets. That is the Houston Rockets. That one that. hasn't changed in a long time. That's that's three-game or three-streak. Streak <laughs> <Streek> of three. <laughs> streak of three. United Center. That is Chicago Bulls.
0: Vivint Arena. V-I-V-I-N-T Arena.
1: Vivint. Vivint.
0: Vivint. Vivint. Thank
1: um, you. That is Philadelphia 76ers.
0: That is Utah Jazz. Wells Fargo Center.
1: That is the Philadelphia. That is
0: the Philadelphia 76ers. All right. You failed (laughs) miserably. I'm trying to see who has the largest capacity
1: arena in the league. Wasn't it San Antonio? No, they're
0: 18,418. That's it. Um, There's a couple in the 20s. I'm trying to see which one's bigger here. It's the United Center, 20,917. Hmm. Next is Wells Fargo Center, 20,478. And then Little Caesars Arena is 20,332. Those are
1: the only three in the 20,000s. Yeah. A lot of so, 19s, a few 18s. I can get to the United Center in like 30 minutes on a good traffic day. I probably should have known that.
0: The smallest one is the Smoothie Keen Center is sixteen thousand eight hundred sixty-seven. I don't
1: even remember who plays there.
0: Pelicans. Pelicans. Okay. Yep. Okay. I wouldn't have done very good either, j Man. Thanks for making me feel stupid. And uh, <laughs> it just it just hit me over the weekend. I'm like I was watching, like I said, yeah, Game Three, West Conference Finals. And I saw that Crypto.com Arena. I'm like, huh? I wonder how many arenas j Man can name. Not very many, clearly. Yeah, well, I wouldn't have done well either. so
1: uh the draft lottery was this past week yes uh, it was well uh the san antonio spurs got the number one overall pick and the key or handing the keys to the castle assuming they hand it to him to victor Wimbianma or whatever his name is from france calling him the greatest draft prospect in sports history lofty expectations no
0: no pressure kid no pressure um yeah, and the interesting thing about this is Adam Silver was on a podcast back. I think it might have been might have been one of the Barstool podcast, maybe not. He was on a podcast back in April and he kind of hinted that he wanted the Spurs. He'd like to no. see this guy land on the Spurs. So mm. when that happened, it's like, hmm,
1: interesting yep. cuz the Pistons had the number 1 odds and they ended up 5th. Yes. Um, but yeah. uh, the conspiracy uh it's not going to quiet the conspiracy theorists. Well, and, you know, every time
0: the Spurs have had number one pick, it's worked out really well for them.
1: Yeah, yeah. Drafted two Hall of Famers.
0: Yeah, so. Not bad. And, 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 you know, I think they like having the Spurs good. The Spurs were equivalent, in my opinion, to the New England Patriots, St. Louis Cardinals for the longest time. Except likable.
1: Those <laughs> two teams you just chose are the most unlikable teams. <gasps> Except I reality. don't know how
0: likable the Spurs were.
1: And they're, I like the Spurs. That's all I'm saying. And, okay. in, in my mind, they were likable. Um, I,
0: I mean, I liked Manu, but I kind like of got tired of him.
1: I really didn't get tired of the Spurs for whatever reason. I don't know why. But uh, you chose the two worst possible teams. That's what uh, I do. To, to compare them to. but That's uh, what I do. Yeah, it sounds like they're going to bring in Duncan and Ginobili and Parker to kind of mentor. Um, the seven foot four guy.
0: Um, you got to wonder how many more years Popovich has left.
1: This is probably uh, this is probably uh, rejuvenated him or uh, energized him, I should say. Yeah. Good. Um, but uh, uh, Charlotte got the number two pick. Uh, Portland three, Houston four, Detroit five, Orlando six, Indiana seven, Washington eight, Utah nine, Dallas ten, Orlando eleven, Oklahoma City twelve, Toronto thirteen, and New Orleans fourteen.
0: Yep. Uh, yep, I don't have a ton of thoughts on it really.
1: And the NBA draft, uh, you have to pull out of the NBA draft by next Wednesday. So, yes, we'll be hearing a lot of guys coming back to school or staying in. Y- and,
0: yeah, I got to pr- assume on uh, Memorial Day next Monday when we're recording, we should know, we should know a handful like or not a handful, a good majority of guys were,
1: yeah, yeah, staying I mean, or going. Yeah, I can't imagine a lot of them will take it to the Actual deadline, unless it they have like some... a workout or something,
0: right? Right. Yeah. Uh, I did look this up, and uh, he here are the four or can you name me the four NFL teams that have never made a Super
1: Bowl? Uh, Detroit Lions, yes, um, Detroit Lions, Houston Texans, yep, um, Jacksonville Jaguars, yep, and the Going division by division, everyone in the AFC East has. Everyone in the AFC South, except those two teams have. Bengals have. Uh, Cleveland Browns. There you go. Yeah.
0: Who? Which one of those four gets there first?
1: Probably have to say the, uh, probably the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's
0: what I'm, I'm I'm saying based just on Trevor Lawrence's play, yeah. Um, Detroit, yeah, gotta get to the playoffs first, but
1: yeah, uh, maybe Detroit. I'm not, I'm not buying the Lions hype this year.
0: The NFL sure is, but uh, yeah, Texans, Browns. I would put the other two pretty far ahead of those two.
1: Yeah, and and really, two of those are unlike the others. I mean, the Texans and Jaguars haven't been around that long. I
0: right. So. but uh, right. The other
1: two, definitely, they've been around for a long time.
0: But the Jaguars have played multiple AFC Championship games.
1: They have, and they honestly should have beaten New England that one time mm-hmm. uh, a few years ago, 2017 mm-hmm. or so. But mm-hmm. uh, they didn't.
0: They did not. They did not. Any more thoughts around the NBA? We've covered the draft a little bit. We've covered, we've covered playoffs. We've covered yeah. arenas. All sorts of things. So, Got nothing. All right. Well, golf. Major number two, the PGA Championships in the books. History happened. A live golf guy won a major. And his name's Brooks Kepka Brooksie is yeah. back.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: He's back in a major way. Yeah. In my opinion, he is this generation's number one golfer. I think he's surpassed McIlroy yesterday.
1: Yeah, um, I saw a stat comparing him in major starts to Tiger Woods, and like percentage mm-hmm. wise, it adds up pretty well. Like they're very comparable, just as far as majors go, uh, which is absurd.
0: He's won five now: three PGA Championships, two U.S. Opens. Three of those victories have come in the state of New York which I don't think there's another major in New York they said till the U.S. Open in 2026, but that's at uh, Shincock Hills where Brooks uh, already won one of his majors at. Uh, and I believe he's has had 36 major starts, and he's finished in the top 10 and 18 of those. Dang. I believe, which is incredible. Um, I mean, he has surpassed McIlroy now for majors. McIlroy has been sitting on four since 2014, um, going on nine years, and Brooks has won five since 2017. There's three guys who have won two since 2017, being Justin Thomas, Colin Morikawa, and and John Rahm. Those three have won two since 2017. Brooks has won five. And his, his story is pretty incredible. He grew up a big Florida Gator fan. Florida didn't think he was good enough to play golf for them, so he went to Florida State was kind of always overshadowed at Florida State even by nationally by Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, some of these other guys. Then he went over to Europe and grinded his teeth over there on the tour. Then just finally, you know, he got over to the PGA Tour, started becoming a good player, then became a major factor, of, like I said, in 2017. Then he got hurt and kind of lost his game, lost confidence, got hurt kind of became heel by joining the Live Golf. Of course, had that little rivalry with Bryson DeChambeau three years ago, which now they're buddies. They play on the Live, Live Golf together and they're buddies. And then, you know, he joins Live Golf. And then he also, just last month, kind of choked, sort of choked away the Masters after having 54 a 54-hole lead. And then he comes back and I don't want to say dominate because he only won by two strokes, but seals the deal yesterday so uh the guy just gets he somehow gets so locked in for these majors and, and he's been playing better on live as well um and it was just i really enjoyed having to watch those golf channel guys last night <laughs> speak about live and speak about one of these guys because you could tell especially brandon Chambly he hated every second of it yeah. so where he and brad faxton had a weird standoff Um, because he was kind of getting mad at Brad Fax. Brad Fax was pretty much saying, because all of a sudden, Brooks is number two right now in Ryder Cup standings after playing only two tournaments that count towards it. And so Brad Fax is pretty much saying, this guy's a top five player in the world, if not the best golfer in the world. You have to have him on the U.S. team. And Chambly was against that. Chamblee's against it. Um, And and, and Brandel Chamblee can, I mean, he knows who's paying his checks. This is the Golf Channel which is, of course, owned by NBC and, of course, PJ Tour. Um, but it's just it's just funny because they're going to have to figure this out going forward. They're going to have to because you look at the live guys, not only the Brooks Kepka win yesterday, but they had three guys get in the top ten, and two of those in the top five, DeChambeau and Kepka. three in the top ten, f- uh, five in the top 20, and 11 made the cut. So they're representing pretty well when they get in these majors. hmm so they're gonna to have to figure something out for the world ranking as well. I mean Brooks Kepka coming in this tournament is ranked 44th in the world. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's crazy. Are you yeah. kidding
0: me? So um, it's just very interesting, and and I do think Brooks is liked amongst the PGA Tour guys. He, Dustin Johnson, a few others. There's just some live guys that aren't. Patrick Reed, for instance, who
1: <laughs> I don't think well. the live guys like Patrick Reed. You're
0: either. right. He's not liked anywhere he goes. I don't think Phil's liked. Among some PGA Tour guys, which Phil made the cut. He wasn't in contention, but to, to make the cut of Phil's age in a major championship is still pretty darn impressive. And he has now made the cut. Uh, he's made so many cuts in the majors. Uh, let's see here. Let's, I saw this interesting stat. i got to find it now. Um, it's a crazy amount of years' worth of majors he's made the cut in. Uh, let me see if I can find this. So it's one of those stats I want to say off the top of my head, but, um, well, Kepka also joined Mickelson and Tiger as the only players to win five majors, uh, the last 30 years. Uh, let's see here. Where's that Phil Mickelson stat? It was just stupid. Um. He has more top five finishes at the majors this year than Max Homa, Tony Finau, and Rory McIlroy combined. <laughs> One. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, because Jason Sobel, who we've had on the podcast before, he's saying here that Tiger, there's only three active players with at least five major tit- titles. Tiger, who's 47, Phil is 52, and Brooks Kepka, who's just 33.
1: Brooks' is only, He's only thirty three. He's only
0: 33 years old. Man.
1: Yeah. So I
0: I gotta think, I mean I don't think eight. Is that the possibility? That'd be three more. I mean there's they're tough to win. I mean, yeah, but he we, how he long have we been
1: saying that about Rory too? Oh I'll easily get three more. I,
0: yeah, now you gotta wonder when does Rory you gotta get one
1: yeah. more. It's the J man will, curse. I, I I will take a top ten though that'll, yeah he, he yep that'll play top,
0: top 10 uh let's see this phil mickelson come on um See, so now i'm not gonna be able to find it darn it i'm gonna have to uh oh i thought i just found it darn it yeah i'm gonna have to look it up again and, and try to find it because i'm scrolling through my like tweets here so i know i liked it yesterday um well, I'll keep. But also, a uh, storyline I want to talk about is uh, Michael Block. Mm-hmm. The uh, PGA Pro, not a PGA Tour player who just took the nation by storm. Not only made the cut, which is always oppressive when PGA Pros make the cut, but he battled and battled and battled his way into a top 15 finish, which automatically gets him in the PGA Championship next year. And he impressed people well enough at the Charles Schwab tournament coming up this week. They invited him to play in their tournament, as did the uh, Canadian tournament coming up in a couple of weeks. Awesome. So all of a sudden, the guy's um, making a name for himself. Yeah. They said the uh, the golf Netflix series um, followed him around yesterday, so he'll That's be cool. on an episode next year, which is really cool. I mean, Especially the guy had a, since
1: he had that hole in one,
0: The guy had a hole in one on the fly, which yeah. is crazy didn't he he didn't even know it went in he thought they were just cheering for him like hitting one 10 feet close and it went in um i mean he held his own he he got up and down on that last hole for par just to make it into next year's pga championship um
1: yeah his his reaction to them telling him he was paired with rory on sunday was awesome (laughs) as well
0: yeah just that's what i like about the pga championship you see these pros uh, I know Illinois University of Illinois golf coach has played in multiple PGA championships. Uh, Chris Smith's brother Todd Smith who used to run. Rock Hollows played in multiple PGA championships, so that that's why I like about the PGA Championship. But uh, and Michael Block was uh, he uh, he definitely took the took the nation by storm. Yeah. Um, and going back to the Live Official World Golf Rankings, going into this week, Kepka was ranked forty fourth. Patrick Reed seventieth. Uh, let's see. Uh, DeChambeau, 214 <laughs> and Mickelson 245. Oh, no, 425, which is just dumb. Mm. Um, actually, they have Brooks as 44, but also 118. So, I wonder if one of those is supposed to be Dustin Johnson.
1: I think I saw Brooks was 44 on the graphic. I saw okay, maybe Dustin's, maybe 118, Dustin's 118,
0: which is just crazy. But I was, I was trying to find – there was a stat for it, Michael uh, Block, how many lessons at $125 per pop he'd have to give to equivalent the
1: amount of money he made yesterday. Yeah. I'm just not finding all these tweets now that I saw last he, night. He made 309000 I believe. Um, he he said on Saturday that the most money he's ever made in a golf tournament was 75 K. Um, but for like tw- – and that was 2014, I think mm. he said. But he said for like 15 years, the most I ever won was like 3500 So So uh, quite the payday.
0: Yeah, 46 years old, just very cool. Seems like a very humble, nice guy. Yeah. A um, couple other guys played really good. Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland tied for second. I picked Victor on the pod last week, so I was uh, pretty happy he played well and at least didn't embarrass me. Like my man Ricky, I booked that he fished top 20 and he missed his first cut of the year. Uh, missed it by one. Uh, he, did not, he just could not make a putt those first few days. MacRoy, like you said, uh, tied for seventh. Um, a lot of big names, though, of course, made the cut. Uh, but, yeah, good second major. Uh, third one's coming up in just a handful of weeks. It'll be yeah. Father's Day week in weekend, the U.S. Open. So, yeah, we'll be talking major golf here again soon.
1: Yes, sir. Do you want to be educated here? Uh, Always. On this day in 1884, one-armed pitcher Hugh Daly fanned 13 hitters. Pretty good day. Wow. One-armed. One-armed, yeah. Um, on this day in 1930, Yankees future baseball Hall of Fame first baseman Lou Gehrig becomes first to hit three homers three times in a career. Here's um, a good one. Not bad. Not bad. On this day in 1938, the Brooklyn Dodgers announced contracts to install lights at Ebbets Field. Historic place. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1962, Roger Maris walked five times, a record four intentionally in a nine-inning game. I remember 2016... Um, the Cubs did that to Bryce Harper. Like they walked him like 13 times in a four game series or something like that. And he was so pissed off about it, but, uh, Cubs swept him. So that, uh, it, uh, worked out for him, um, on this day in 1975, who won the eighth ABA championship
0: 75.
1: How about the Nets? Uh, the Kentucky Colonels hmm. beat the Indiana Pacers four games to one. And that's
0: who the Pacers beat uh, to win theirs in the early 70s, I believe, too. Or one of theirs, at least.
1: On this day in 1990, Andre Dawson received a record five intentional walks in a game. So he passed Roger Maris.
0: I'm surprised Barry Bonds wasn't up there.
1: I'm sure he has the record. Uh, five's a lot, but... Uh, there's, there's always a Barry Bond stat somewhere you can find that, uh, yeah. Uh, on this day in 1994, Toronto NBA franchise unveils the name Raptors in the logo. On this day in... Man, not a whole lot here. Um... On this day last year, Justin Thomas beat Will Zalatoris by one stroke in a three-hole playoff. After 54-hole leader Mito Pereira double bogeys the 72nd hole. I remember watching that. Um, yep, he is on live now. Brutal, yeah. hmm The epitome of brutality, is our old friend John. Oh, Frasin boy. would say, <sighs> we sleep in May.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Oh, boy.
0: That, that all the on this day? That is it. That is the On This Day segment, which is brought to you by Mooney Woodcrafts. Mooney Woodcrafts is a veteran-owned and operated woodcraft shop based out of North Carolina with Indiana Grassroots. They provide 100% head-cut custom designs that fit your needs, and their pieces are a great addition to any home, office, or man cave. You can see some of their recently completed projects by visiting them at Mooney Woodcrafts on Instagram and just by typing in Moody Woodcrafts on Facebook. And if you let them know the Tan and J-Man show sent you, you get 15% off your order. They will make the perfect Father's Day gift for the big sports fan or... It doesn't have to be sports. I said sports fan in your family. Of course, it makes a perfect gift for a sports fan in your family. But it doesn't have to be sports. He makes military signs. He makes Star Wars signs. He makes pretty much any kind of sign you want. So get a hold of that, and he will get you taken care of for your Father's Day gift. And I forgot to tell everybody who the Word Association segment was brought to you by earlier. And that was by Proforma Print 2 Promo Group. I don't think you've done Word Association yet. Thank you. (laughs) You know what I thought it was? Uh, I remember we did the arena quiz. And in my head, I thought that was a uh, word association.
1: Worth, um, and, well, I, after I said it, I'm like, man, was the arena quiz?
0: Cool uh, <laughs> it's a Monday. It is a Monday uh, big time. Thank you. Uh, but the Indy 500 is coming up Sunday. A uh, big deal n- nationally and especially in the state of Indiana. Neither one of us are huge motorsport fans. I would say I'm not a motorsport fan at all, to be honest. But I was a big NASCAR fan at one time, not so much anymore. But I will say um, sometimes the Indy 500 have celebrities as their pace car drivers. Oh, I like it. So I found some celebrities over the years who drove the pace car, and I want to see who you think or what you think about these people. We'll go with the 1999 um, celebrity Jay Leno.
1: Jalen, big chin. <laughs> he had a big old chin. Um, Dad, big... He still does. He didn't die. He yeah, still, still does. It hasn't been surgically removed. Uh, not not a big fan of him after what he uh, did to Conan back in '08 or so.
0: Yeah, he collects cars. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had a car, car show. Guy. He got burnt not too long ago in a yeah. accident with one of his cars he was working on. Um, all right, let's see here. How about the uh, 2004 pace car driver, Morgan Freeman? Uh,
1: Angelic Voice, um, who's in uh, Shawshank, one of my favorite movies, uh.
0: So that's one you, if it's on TV, you have to stop and watch, have, at least for a walk. little
1: bit, right? Legend. Yeah.
0: Yep. Um, how about the 2005 pace car driver, General Colin Powell?
1: Colin Powell, uh, yeah, he was, he was a George, uh, George W. Bush guy, I believe, uh, would have, that, that would have made sense, um. Other than that, don't know a whole lot about him. Uh,
0: Let's see here. 2006, Lance Armstrong.
1: Lance, um, yeah, cheater. Uh, He was uh, obviously one of the greatest athletes ever. Uh, You could say that with how many championships he won, but uh, he uh, did it uh, not very fairly.
0: No, he was an American hero for many, many years
1: and fell
0: off kind of the planet. All right, let's see here. Uh, 2007, Patrick Dempsey.
1: Patrick Dempsey, uh, I think it was he on uh, Grey's Anatomy. Is that what he's on? Patrick Dempsey. I think he's on some
0: ER. Let me see. I don't want to misspeak now because
1: I. Um, I I know he's a TV star. Is that who they call Dr. McDreamy?
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. Was it Grey's Anatomy? Yep, you're right. Yep.
1: Mm, Nailed it. Mm.
0: Yep. Uh, let's see. Who
1: else? Didn't think I'd here? ever say Dr. McDreamy on Tana, Jamie, and Shelby. Here we are. First
0: for everything. <laughs> Guy Fieri, 2012.
1: Uh, yeah, Diners, drive and Dives. Uh, that, that's one thing. If there's nothing to watch, that's what I'm going to try to find, just to see if I can. Always makes uh, me hungry, though. Yeah, I've been to a few places where uh, he's been. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it does always make me hungry.
0: Uh, of course, you have uh, a lot of race car drivers. Dario Franchitti, Jeff Gordon, Roger Pinsky. Yeah, he's the owner. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. But 2013 was Jim Harbaugh. Khakis. Khakis, indeed.
1: 2018, Victor Oladipo. Depo, huh? Yeah. Um Man, he. Uh, I think his career is over, unfortunately. I do, too. Uh, I think he's only our age, 31 or so, but... Uh, Pretty bad, and yeah, he, he I don't think he did a whole lot with the Heat this year, but he sure could help now with uh, Tyler Hero being out. I wonder if Hero will be back for the finals, should they make it. The nine-day layoff should help if they win.
0: That's true, um, that's true. Well, I,
1: I, I guess they'll have nine days between now and um, them playing game one anyway, so I guess it doesn't really matter. But
0: I'm trying to find it, because my list here says Sarah Fisher
1: drove the pace
0: is. car last year. She's a was it was a female indie car driver, but it says she's driving it this year. So I'm not sure. But it does say for the first time in 107 editions of the Indy five hundred, an open top Corvette Z06 will serve as the pace car hmm. this year. For all your gearheads out there. It's a V eight engine that delivers a record six hundred and seventy horsepower. A record in the Corvette's rich history.
1: I'll be honest that means very little to me. <laughs>
0: Your dad might, your dad my, might enjoy that. My,
1: my dad would enjoy that a little more. Yes, yeah.
0: Yes. which, happy anniversary to your parents, by the way.
1: Yeah, 41 For, years. 41
0: years. That's a long time. I saw that on, on the yeah. Instagram today. So congratulations to Dan and Cindy Month. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but that is my word association. That was a good segment list. Segment yeah, list, which I had not read the read yet this week <laughs> because I'm just reading it, I guess. Uh, but but it's... Is brought to you by 2 Group. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, and my read goes down, uh, Performa Print2 Promo Group has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive to make all your print needs um, easy. (laughs) I lost my read, (laughs) I cannot remember off the top of my head. Um, let me see if I can pull it up here. This is embarrassing. Oh, man. It's always, it is always a Monday in my house today. It is peak
1: um, Monday today. Let me see here.
0: I'm going to redo this read because I got to do it right <laughs> I can't memorize it like the J Man members his reads, but here we go. Performer Print Program Group says over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs, so you need to look no further. Let them be your one source print and promotional company today by giving Barbara Van Weinsberg a call five seven four 574 210 3815. I've got to memorize that one of these days. <laughs> and uh, my last note for the Indy 500 I am making my prediction. This was one of my. 23 bold predictions for 2023 so i'm sticking with it joseph newgarden is gonna win the Indy 500 this weekend but he's not starting out very well i think he starts uh where did i see that he's starting at uh it's towards the he's starting at 17 so about right smack dab in the middle 17 of 33 drivers so
1: any pick Besides the guy you just mentioned, who I was, whose name I already forgot, to be honest, um, <laughs> Joseph Newgarden couldn't name me a single IndyCar driver. Uh,
0: You've probably heard of Scott Dixon.
1: I have heard of Tony Scott Dixon. Tony Kanon. Tony Kanon, I've heard of him. Connor Daly, he's from Indiana. No. Nope.
0: Will Power, Ed nope. Carpenter, he's I think from Indiana. Hilo Castroneves, I have heard of him. Uh, Marco Andretti. Yep. That's probably about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I don't have a guess. No? All right. Uh, I kind of forgot about the Indy 500 until you said something about it. Uh, So uh, thanks for reminding me to not watch that. You're welcome. (laughs)
0: You're welcome. Well, last part of the show is always the J-Man MLB segment slash Cubs report. So take it away, J-Man.
1: I was hoping we were going to run out of time. Not quite. And, uh, unfortunately, we did not. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals have passed the Chicago Cubs in the standings uh, because the Cubs have played absolutely putrid uh, baseball here uh, the past uh, few weeks or so. In fact, they have lost uh, 13 of their last, s- or 13, yeah, they have lost 14, sorry, of their last 17 road games. Uh, if you can do math in your head, that's a three and fourteen record over their last 16 uh, <laughs> games. They have the second worst record in baseball over the last 31 days. Uh, the only team worse than them is the Oakland Athletics, who are historically bad. Uh, they just completed a two and seven road trip. Um, and on this two and seven road trip, they hit two thirty-four as a team with a three eighteen on base four eighteen slugging. Uh, they hit 203, 13 for 64 with runners in scoring position. They were minus 27 in the run differential. Their team ERA was 7.51 overall, 9.10 from the bullpen, 6.45 uh, from the uh, rotation. Uh, some other interesting stats. The uh, Cubs are 3-13 and 13 combined on Saturdays and Sundays and 17-13 and 13 <laughs> the rest of the days of the week. So, uh no wonder I haven't been as happy on weekends as I usually <laughs> am. Um, but uh, they're playing some pretty pretty porous baseball. They're nine and twenty over their last twenty nine games, to the point where, which I, I, I tweeted this about a week, a week and a half ago or so, uh, saying with this schedule, uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility that by the beginning of June they could be ten games under five hundred. Um, and uh, it's they are definitely trending that way. Um, David Ross has not been great in game, and he has not helped them at all. Um he's hurt them in fact. Now a manager is probably not going to cost you more than a game or two, uh, to be honest. So uh a lot of this uh falls on Jed Hoyer in my opinion. You look at their uh 2023, their new additions for this year. Cody Bellinger and Dansby response have been fantastic. Bellinger's hurt right now. Uh Trey Mancini's been a below average hitter. Larise Torrens they already designated him for assignment. Eric Hosmer designated for assignment. Edwin Rios 32% below league average. Miles Masterbone, 39% below league average hitter. Tucker Barnhart, been one of the worst hitters in all of baseball this year. Then you look at their uh, the pitching uh, side of things for their new additions. Julian Merriweather in the bullpen, 5.09 ERA. Brad Boxberger, 5.52 ERA out of the pen. Michael Former, 7.5 ERA out of the bullpen. Then Jameson Tyone out of the rotation. Only three plus ERA. more
0: years of him, according
1: to your Twitter. Um, he has looked every bit as bad as edwin jackson hey he's looked even worse than edwin jackson the contracts were very similar back in 2012 uh, that jackson signed he has looked even worse than edwin has and and i know uh tyone's coming off an injury and it looks like they rushed him back a little bit um but uh he's been terrible david ross is playing nick madrigal a bunch nick madrigal has been one of the bottom three hitters in all baseball this year and he's playing a lot of um, getting a lot of at-bats at third base. Luckily, Nico Horner's back now, um, so hopefully his at-bats will dwindle, but there's no reason why he should be even on the team. Uh, now, as far as good news goes, uh, there's pretty much only been one piece of good news uh, besides Nico Horner being back, and uh, that's Christopher Morrell. Uh, Christopher Morrell uh, has eight homers in his first 11 games this year. Um, he's the first Cub to ever do that, and uh, First player since Aristides Al, um, Aristides Aquino for the Cincinnati Reds back a couple years ago. Um, he went on that unbelievable stretch. Uh, he's just the third person in MLB since 2000 with eight homers within his first 11 games. And combined between, uh, the majors and the minors so far, he has 19 homers this year, which is leading all of professional baseball. Um, and it's, uh, it's really a microcosm. The fact that he was kept down for six weeks of how incompetent, um, Jed Hoyer is at his job. He has not built a team by himself to be good. Uh, he kind of rode Theo's coattails throughout all those years. And now that he finally took over, he's clearly in over his head. Um, I, I I like what they've done with the farm system and their pitching infrastructure down there, but, uh, eventually you're going to have to win at the major league level. And, um, I he'll survive the year and he'll probably get at least one more. But uh, if they don't do anything next year, if they miss the playoffs next year, Tom Ricketts got to fire him. Um, unfortunately, Ricketts is probably um, too concerned about who's going to win the 2024 presidential election than he will his own baseball team, which is another, which is a story for another day. But uh, yeah, so uh, Cubs are not in a good place right now mentally. Uh, they have the Mets this week. They somehow caught a little bit of a break. They're at, they're at home for one, but uh, Scherzer and Verlander pitched yesterday in a doubleheader, so they will miss both of those guys. Uh, but the, the Mets have also been uh, bottom four team in baseball over the last 31 days, so something's got to give there. Mets are a significantly better team, though. Uh, but hopefully some home cooking will do the Cubs good. The reality of the situation is they're not that good of a team, but they're in a terrible division, so they're only five games out, um, and they could still bounce back but as of right now it's uh looking increasingly more likely that they will be sellers at the trade deadline which means uh obviously cody bellinger would be the first guy to go you know he's a he'd be a rental uh strowman's a guy that could go um but uh, elsewhere on the roster they don't really have anything else to sell um to be honest drew Smiley maybe but uh elsewhere around baseball this week past weekend's attendance of one point over 1.5 million people was the best weekend attendance across major league baseball in April or May in more than six years. So that is a testament to probably the new rules and speeding things up. Um, so the new rules are working. People are coming back. People are watching on, uh, TV more. They're coming back to the games and it was a gorgeous weekend weather wise. So hopefully that will continue, um, to continue. And, uh, but uh, you look at the other teams uh, again. The NL Central's terrible. Cardinals have been probably the hottest, one of the hottest teams in baseball here. Um, the past- Yankees had the best shooters, record. May so um, Yankees have played some good baseball as well. Helped out by a very easy schedule with mm-hmm. the Oakland A's and Cincinnati Reds. But you got to beat who's on your schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Tampa Bay Rays have slowed down a little bit. So the Yankees are right back in there. Baltimore is right there as well. Uh, again, that's the best division in baseball.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. You look at the AL East. Pretty much any of those teams would be winning the AL Central right now
1: um yeah and all but one would be winning the nl central so <laughs> the central divisions are terrible True. uh the eastern divisions have been good um a-, a-, a west uh houston's kind of starting to get hot again texas here we been go good. yep here we go again same with the nl west with the dodgers getting hot they're 10 games over 500 now um atlanta braves have been good Mets, as i said have struggled but they're still pretty good ball clubs so um, did did you see the video of Frank the tank yesterday? I see all his videos. Did <laughs> did you see the one somebody took of him from afar in uh at
0: at, at City Field? <laughs> at at City Field
1: <laughs> yeah. when the Mets blew up yeah. yeah. three run lead in the eighth. Um
0: He was all excited yesterday he said Brooks Kepka is <laughs> his favorite golfer now because he bet on Brooks Kepka. Uh, Brooks. Brooks won some bars to people a lot of money. I know he won big big cat. I think Big Cat put three thousand on him. Brooks won him sixty thousand dollars. It's pretty good.
1: Yeah, pretty. That's pretty good. Weekend yeah. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Big Cat, but yeah, uh, yeah old all Frank, old Frank man. He's uh, he's, he's, he's got a rough rough sports fandom here in his. Uh, he's boy. something. He's something. Yep. Uh, hopefully the Dolphins will uh, win him some games this year. Win me some games. This, this is the earliest in the year that I've been ready for football. Oh, really, but I am I am very ready for football. Um which, which, the past, I mean, last year I knew the Cubs were terrible. 2021, they were disappointing. Uh, but from about 2015 through 2020, 2021, uh, I could wait on football. But now I, I've i got that itch, especially with OTAs starting this week. And, well, uh,
0: not only are the Cubs struggling, Dolphins should be good.
1: And, and be they're good and way. they're
0: exciting to watch.
1: Yeah. That helps. For the first time, yeah. <laughs> 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 they, they, they are exciting to watch on offense, at least. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I did finally find that Phil Mickelson stat. I want to share it because if I don't, it's gonna bug me. This was his hundredth cut made in a major. That's twenty five years of making cuts in majors that's altogether. together. Yeah, that's that's a credible accomplishment. Man, that is crazy. Yeah, because his he uh, he uh, said the first hundred cuts have been interesting. The second hundred, uh, he said something about the second hundred. He kind of made a joke. Uh, <laughs> so the second hundred is going to be the most interesting part. So,
1: yeah. I wonder but, how old he'll be then. Yeah,
0: well, he's uh, 53 now. So 52, 53
1: now. So <laughs> I wonder if he's got 15 more cuts in him, 10 more cuts. in him. I don't know,
0: man. It's, I mean, yeah. it was a grind for him to make it, but you know, if you, I'm like, I said, a guy who should be on the senior tour, really not even on live making cuts, when these courses are set up for major championships, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So I don't care who you are.
1: Um, birdie bogey time. You ready for this? Again? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to mess and get three strokes down. Uh, Carmelo Anthony, former uh, Houston Rocket legend, as I said, um, <laughs> is second all time in career points scored for Team USA yeah. in the Olympics. Who is number one?
0: Well, I got to think he was probably on the uh, 04 Olympic team. 08 Olympic team, 2012 Olympic team. I don't know if he's on 2016 or not. That was probably his last one. So it's got to be a guy who was on a lot of Olympic teams. So right when I think of that, I think of Tim Duncan. He played on a lot of Olympic teams, but did he score a lot? That's my concern. So I'm also thinking LeBron. When Carmelo was on the team, LeBron's got to be on the team. Did LeBron score more than Carmelo? Those are the two guys I'm kind of going back and forth between. Because um, You know, Jordan only played on two of them. Um, ah, then you got Kobe Bryant too. Oh boy. (laughs) I'm going Kobe.
1: You are incorrect, sir. This player has more than a hundred points scored than Carmelo Anthony and it is Kevin Durant. He was in back my mind early. I didn't think he played enough. Yeah. I mean, you got to think he was probably on 08, 12, 16, 20. Yeah. Yeah. Those.
0: son of a gun three down <laughs> uh, i'm on a cold streak
1: yeah oh my gosh the Tanner and j man show hopefully tanner has a better week next weekend have a fantastic memorial day weekend everybody and we'll be back her next monday grill
0: some meats smoke yes, some meats sir.